What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. There's three jerseys there with our names on it because the song is called King James. Yeah. And it's like me, Scott Storch, who did the beat. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jeremiah, you know, oh, legendary lineup. Scott Storch, yeah. yeah, yeah, Scott uh, Storch. I mean, we'll talk yeah. about it now. I'm yeah, sure. yeah we go. Scott Storch doing my whole album. That's about. Did he to do drop. any coke in front of you? No. Come on, man. No wait, Not in front of me. No. no. He only smokes. Though. Doesn't matter. <laughs> nah, nah. He 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 good now. He man. good like, now. He smokes hey. heavy. He smokes okay. heavy. <laughs> yeah, he smokes weed. Yeah. All right, let's go. All right, let's go. You almost ruined the interview before you even got started with him. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified host, Steve Lucky Luciano. And sitting across from me today is my co-host, Shumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian. Yes, indeed. And the guy who makes all the magic happen, oh, Blue Eyes himself. You already know what it is. Yo. <laughs> he couldn't even say that with Yo. a straight face. Yeah, <laughs> we got Big Pick Mike oh, and yeah. <laughs> King Salmon handling visuals. Yep, Salmon be thy scales. Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> As you know, this is a L.A.-based podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking about L.A. up in here. Dude. Mm. It's about L.A. because that's where we're from. Right. You know, we love everybody, but this is L.A., L.A. And I get to, you know, in this city, man, it's a melting pot. We've got a lot of different talented people, a lot of different artists. Mm. Today, we're bringing on an artist out of Southern California. Uh an artist that raps and he's just a very talented guy. I've been peeping him out. He's really bubbling. He's fucking with a lot of different people that I know. Super talent. And uh, let's bring him on the show. Let's introduce him. R. Mean. Come on. Come on. Appreciate you. Very talented, man. Very talented. Great sound, brother. Thank you, thank you. I, 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 I saw, I, I came across you. I'd heard of you. I'd seen visually you and, um, Mm -hmm. And then I started listening not that long ago to some of your music. And then I got introduced to you at a uh, cookies event. At the you. cookie store. Shout yeah, out to man. The cookies gang, man. Shout yeah. out my brother, Bernard. You know, me and Bernard did a whole album together. Is that right? Uh, like last year. And I was on tour with him right before the pandemic. Okay. So cookies, that's like really family. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my business great. partners are from the cannabis world. Mm-hmm. Um, and they partners with Burner and Cookies as well as like all the other big brands. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Backpack Boys and uh, Jokes Up and you know all the cannabis right. people know. And and I met them through Be Real. Be Real from Cypress Hill been one right. of my like first supporters like from years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and then you know so I got introduced to Burner and yeah. What's it like being on tour with Burner? Were you oh, on man. that blue bus? I actually wasn't. So he. I, I got added to the tour kind of like last minute and he's like I would love to have you on but there's no room on the bus uh. which worked out because it was like nine grown men on that bus for six weeks <laughs> start smelling like a locker room so I have my own a little SUV yeah just with me my road manager and my um, my my uh, camera guy mm-hmm. and I used I used his DJ shout out DJ Teflon mm-hmm. so it was Nothing I was comfortable I was in the Escalade you know what I mean yeah and all those guys were fucking struggling you know tours yeah. is, is rough you know what I mean it's a lot of fun but it's also rough all what's that the traveling roughest, what's the roughest part of being on tour it's really just always on the go it's almost like you got that jet lag feel like, right. constantly yeah you know what I'm saying it's, it's, it's like weird you can't really ever get to catch up you, you never catch up it's always like go 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 traveling and then you get to the next city and then you gotta get ready and then you gotta perform and you know you're tired so you have a couple drinks you loosen up you perform then afterwards you kind of party you do your thing and next day it's all over again and you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it kind of just becomes a rhythm right but it was a lot of fun and like specifically with burner obviously the whole crowd is heavy smokers you right. know what I'm yeah. now i'm a right. smoker but even burners like yo these motherfuckers are crazy <laughs> by the time we go on stage like i would go on right before him um 
I would tell you this, it was 30 shows, I believe, or 29. Easy, at least like 25 of them, the smoke alarms went off in the venue just from the f- smoke of the people. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Sure. They should so, just disable those. Yeah, <laughs> you would think so, right? Right. Um, right. The one only in Boston, the actually fire department came and evacuated, shut the whole shit down. Like, Burner just got on. He did like two songs, kicked everyone out, and then they let everyone come back in, but like half the people thought it was over and left. You know what I'm saying? It was right. Some weird right, shit. Right, right. But, uh, but all the other cities were cool about it, but... But, but the smoke is so thick, like you trying to like perform, and you know we real MCs here, like so are we really rapping, mm-hmm. and you trying to catch your breath. You but breathe. it's like, yeah, it's crazy. It was Fuck. definitely an experience. That's what Burner was saying too. Like, yo, yeah. these motherfuckers are crazy. Every night I would come off stage, and Burner would be like, yo, how bad is it tonight? Because he's like, you know, he's a big guy too. Yeah, right. you know I mean? yeah he's you trying need to that like, oxygen. Yeah, he's trying to rap, but but it was amazing, amazing experience. Is you know it true that they had like oxygen tanks on the side of the stage so you guys could just put it up <laughs> yeah, your right. nose? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Recoup yeah. in between songs, <laughs> we would do that. Yeah. <laughs> What uh? <laughs> that would that's a great idea though. Yeah, Seriously, I'm like it would be that. cool, like or like one of those like Michael Jackson chambers where you guys just sit in there, and, like try to recalibrate before your next set. That's funny. Get when you did look. you uh? When did you meet Be Real? How did um, all that come together? Man, I met Be Real. I want to say around like maybe twenty sixteen ish. What happened was he was on a Soul Assassins radio show, which was sure. on, it's still on Shade Forty Five yep. over at Mugs. Exactly, but what they used to do is they used to um, broadcast. They had like a setup like this, right? But it was at like a like a record store in Burbank. Yep, I remember that. So it was like live, so mm-hmm. people can you know you can just come and like watch them do the show. And every week it'd be like a different act. So you know me, I'm just trying to get on and trying to network. So every week or mostly every week I would pop up, especially when I knew who the guest was. You see who it was. You never know who you meet. And then one day when Be Real was the guest. Uh, the the people from the show they're like yo Army you wanna get on and like just spit some like we'll throw on a beat and you freestyle you know what I mean I'm like hell yeah you know I used to I mean I still am I'm from that cloth of like real MC but I used to always just be ready you know what I mean if mm-hmm. so, if someone asked me to rap so, cause you never know cause right. you never know so I went on I sat next to Be Real they threw on a beat and I went crazy and then B was like yo like you, you, you know what I mean. He was like, he liked super, it. He was like, you nice. Super impressed, and from then we connected. And then in 2017, I had this thing where I was dropping a song every week. It was called Mean Mondays, and he took note of that. So he hit me up. He's Thank like, you. yo, why don't you come on Be Real TV? You know his channel, and do something mm. every Monday. So you dropping a song every Monday. Now on top of that, you can do like a little either a freestyle or a performance or perform the song, whatever you want to do with that, you know, live on his show. You know, he has the Dr. Green Thumb show. Yeah. Um, so next thing you know, I was over there with him every Monday and we just kind of build a relationship from there. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. And we did it for yeah. a whole year. A whole year I was there every Monday dropping new music and performing it. I was just working, you know what I mean? So Were your parents feeling your choice in career? Uh, nah, man, I'm Armenian. I mean, mm. my pops passed when I was only one, so I was just raised by my mom. She never remarried. Um, and, uh, you know, we it's a typical immigrant, you know what I mean, Armenian kind of energy. So, And from, from, from my community, no one has ever done this, especially when I started. Now it's like more people kind of trying to do it. They just haven't gotten to that level yet. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really more known as like the one Armenian rapper in the game. But when you started um, out, everybody's like, what the fuck are you trying to do? Everyone, including, you know, non-Armenians and Armenians. Like, <laughs> right. I had to kind of like, what the fuck are you trying to do? Everybody's like, hey, wait a minute. Hey, we ain't never heard of no Armenians. Get back in your little circle that we <laughs> What the fuck are you doing? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. I was actually raised in Amsterdam in the Netherlands. I'm from all over the place, bro. But I was born in L.A. Wait a so, second, wait a second, wait a second. Wow, you just mm-hmm. said something amazing just a minute ago. Yeah. You were raised in Amsterdam? Yeah, so... How you know, old were you when you were in Amsterdam being raised in Amsterdam? Literally my first 18 years of my life. So the only reason I was born in L.A. is on some, like, immigrant shit to get, like... You know, my parents was like, let's have our kids yeah. be born in the United States so, you know what I mean, we can eventually move to... Like Bruce Lee. That kind of shit, Like you know Bruce what Lee, that's what they did with Bruce Lee. They just had really? him here. Yeah. yeah, they had him here so he was... Because the Constitution says, if you're born here... You're, you're a born all, citizen. You're you know a citizen. Saying? But my matter. mom's side of the family all lived in L.A. Yeah. And my pop's side of the family all lived in the Netherlands. You know what I'm saying? So so we technically lived as a family in the Netherlands, but then I was born in L.A. and just went back when I was like a few months old. What's it like growing up in Amsterdam? Amsterdam, bro. I feel like everybody thinks that it would be the best fucking thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's a vibe, you know, like Amsterdam is dope, but just all of Europe is it's is just very different, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Than out here and like it is it's 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 great, the system is great, you know, there's less like 
extremes you know what i'm saying so there's less mm. like super poor people and less super rich people you know what i mean because the way the taxes and everything is set up is just very like you know what i mean a better so middle class it's, it's more of a middle class focused you know and very like so it's 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 an easier life and i feel like my mom stayed over there probably also because of that because you know as a single mom it's probably easier mm. in a country that like sense. that mm. even though all her relatives lived here you know what i'm saying yeah but like she, but like living in amsterdam i mean i, I gotta imagine everyone who saw pulp fiction is thinking that you went to hash bars and stuff. Did you do that? Yeah. Uh, it's not really a big deal when you're growing up, right? You know what I'm saying? Right, you're around it so, all the time. So yeah, a lot of people did it. I wasn't really into it that much until I actually, I was 18 when I moved here because growing up, I realized I want to move to LA. I started doing music and, and I just felt more home in LA. We visited here, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, I really back. started smoking weed right after I moved here. I was well, I was man. like 19 when I started smoking. So so yeah, I wasn't really super into it. Then when I visited back, I I, I would go to the coffee shops and shit. It's, it's different. It's crazy. But, you know, it's not that is big it, of a deal. Is it, I mean, like, it's just crazy because, like, he's in Amsterdam where he could smoke some weed. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. Fucking. And he come over to the United States where it's illegal in a lot of places and he's like you know what now I'm gonna start smoking weed <laughs> yeah. yeah that's how it goes <laughs> exactly yep. it's also like prostitution is legal there with yeah, the right, right, district right. and everything but then like, you wait you like, to come over here and then you start buying all these whores yeah, over there doing <laughs> over here yeah, yeah, yeah. he was over there he's like nah whatever yeah. I don't care yeah. make it in the window I don't care yeah. so fog man but yeah I'm, I'm a little multicultural you know yeah yeah no I was just about to say like my whole point being like I really came from a place where like me being a rapper was like not you know what not I mean cool. like that was not not just not cool but it was just like who, where think, gonna, who thinks of that you know right. what I'm saying who do you think you are who do you think you where are where are you but gonna I go just, with that right but I was just you know such a hip hop fan and like slowly I, I built the audacity to like do it you know what I mean I still who went are, to school and did all that but like yeah who for you in the Mount Rushmore of rappers who are the who are the who are the people that are on the Mount Rushmore rappers for you for me it's uh, Nas always been my favorite like number one, if I had to pick, yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah, Nas, Tupac, um, it's a little, you know, Jay Z for sure. Um, you know, there's so many rappers now that it's hard to only pick four or five or whatever, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But for me, Eminem is up there, of course. But also like Kendrick Lamar is up yeah. there now, you know yeah. what I mean? Like from the from this, I guess the newer generation, Kendrick, Cole, Drake, they in that conversation. But for me, Kendrick, for me, those are kind of the ones like Nas, Pac, Kendrick. Yeah. M, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Jay, you know. We yeah. can go that, on that, like, like that, Mob Deep, Wu-Tang is kind of like my favorite shit. But those guys that you're mentioning right off the top, the guys that you're picking are like supreme lyricists. Type yeah, for sure. That's know. what I've always been into. You know what I mean? Yeah. What is it that people don't know about the Armenian culture in America? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. Because in LA, there's a big Armenian community. There is. Yes, there is. Uh, but when I travel, mm. it's like no one really... It's not that you much. know. I know some. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I never thought about that because growing up in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. there's different parts of Hollywood, Glendale. These different parts where it's yeah. heavily, and, and then you just have Armenian people in your life. You know, right here, right? Nah, for sure. But I didn't think about if you should pull up Chicago. to Arizona. Yeah, exactly, Arizona. Right, and you start just moving around outside of this. Right, you really become more and more of a minority wherever you go, yeah? yeah 100%. Armenians are like, um, what's called like a diaspora nation, so there's more Armenians outside of the actual country because of like, mainly because of the Armenian genocide. I get, yeah, a real quick history lesson. Yeah, I won't bore you too much. But no. the Armenian genocide, in, which happened in 1915, so it was the first genocide of modern day history. It was before like World War II, the Jewish Holocaust and all that. So Wait, 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 wait. Slow down for a second because I, I, I know a lot of people want to rush through all this, okay. but this is very interesting. Okay, listen. So, so, so this Armenian genocide, right, my understanding is, is that Turkey is exactly. involved right so what happened tell it for real yeah yeah, yeah i was about to get into because that. uh because i i you know what we're young and reckless where we had our offices on wilshire yeah it was mm -hmm. right a couple buildings down from where turkish uh consulate would march is they would march every protest. year they would protest bro and the, all of wilshire yeah. and that's where i started it, to really get introduced to this yeah, story so i'd love to hear it from be you tens yeah. of thousands of armenians yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so um, exactly. So in 1915, which is during World War One, right. the, the Ottoman Turkish Empire, which is modern day Turkey, 
committed what's called the first uh, modern day genocide so they they massacred a million and a half armenians as well as like hundreds of thousands of like greeks and assyrians so it was kind of like the christian cultures within that area that they were trying to get rid of you know how what I'm did saying? they how did they kill them <laughs> this is a great question. I don't know. Like, it was a genocide. It's like, how did Hitler do it? You know what I'm saying? Well, like, like, I mean, we know that Hitler basically put him in concentration. Oh, yeah. Camp. So the main thing, what they did, from, from, from what I know, is like death marches. So, so you know, first they they, they um, targeted all the leaders of the of the community. So all the, like, professors and the, you know, the richer, the, the upper class to get rid of the leadership. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they started doing these death marches through the desert and basically starve people to death and just yeah. execute people. Uh, 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 all kinds of crazy, like, brutal shit that, you know what I mean? But the main thing about that genocide was, obviously, besides a million and a half people being massacred, you get all these refugees, right? Yeah. So that's why everyone spread to, like, the neighboring countries. And this is, like, more than 100 years ago, so... By now, it's like several generations of Armenians right. that have grown up first in, in neighboring countries like Iran, uh, Lebanon, you know what I mean? Like in the Middle East. Like my parents were born and raised in Iran, even though we Armenian, they're, you know what I mean? They're not right. from Armenia. But, right. Um, so there's all kinds of... so and, and, and as you are raised in different countries, obviously, you pick up a different dialect, different... Diff- just different cultures you, you assimilate right yeah. sure. so so you kind of have like different types of armenian for lack right. of a better word yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, sure sure so and then the next generation because the middle east as we all know has always been kind of fucked up right like right. when my parents lived in iran it was a peaceful free country Right. Before the shot, before, yeah, before when it was the shot, when it exactly. was the shot, before the CIA got involved and the Ayatollah took over, exactly, yeah. Gotcha. So then this this extreme Muslim regime came over all with right. the, you. Everyone got to cover their hair and all that shit, which right? is what these women are protesting against right, right now, now, which right? is crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, finally now because this was I want to say late seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. I almost moved to Iran myself with my with my uh, what? Yeah, my uh, grandpa what? and grandma. They were going to move to Iran and then the Ayatollah. Came, came is that in. why you wanted to be in the CIA? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't get mad. That's crazy. Though. From here, like you from out yeah. here. Yeah, but yeah. what what were what, they going to do in the? What were they going to do out there? Yeah, my, my, my grandpa's in the air force, so uh, he was going to be stationed out. But there. yeah, like like back then, it was a beautiful, free country. Like you it know was I mean? cosmopolitan. It was lit. Yeah, yeah, you know right, liberal. Um, but when that came, that happened. So now a lot of people are, you know fleeing again like his refugees yeah. again and like I know personally from like my dad's side a lot of cousins were being executed and all these stories I heard you know what I mean so then that's how you know my pop side of family all fled Iran and went to the Netherlands a lot mm. of people go to Europe or or the United States basically right. you know what I mean mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then my mom's side of family all came to LA and shit here we are kind of yeah and so, there's like a big community wow. big so, community so LA, in LA yeah LA became by far the biggest Armenian community outside of Armenia. Yeah. But we kind of like, you know, on the East Coast, there's a lot in like Boston, but not really New York. I mean, mm-hmm. we everywhere, but you know what I mean? But it's right. not as prevalent. So Detroit has a big, just generally Middle Eastern uh, population, but also a lot of Armenians. Then like Toronto and, and Montreal. like, And then in Europe, it's the same thing. Like Paris is a lot of Armenians, Germany. Where I grew up, though, I didn't have a single Armenian friend until I moved to L.A. Wow. There's no Armenians. That's crazy. Ironically, I had Turkish friends because there's a lot of Turkish um, refugees in Europe, in countries like Netherlands, Germany. There's a lot of Turks. And, mm-hmm. you know, you grow up with them. And a lot of them didn't even know about the story. You know what I'm right. saying? And it's what weird. Happens? When you tell yeah. Armenians here, they look at you like, what the fuck? How could you be friends with, with like, them. a Turk? Oh, I left, out, I left out the main point. The main point of this genocide, why it's such an issue is no one was ever held accountable. Right. Yeah, it wasn't recognized. It was never recognized. You know wait, what I mean? Wait, wait, wait. Slow down for a second. So it wasn't recognized, right? So first of all, I mean, on some level, the United States and the U.N., Right. I mean, who's supposed to recognize it? Um, yeah, like you say, well, United States has a- always been a, a a world power that you would want to recognize. Right. But whoever would hold like, for example, I don't want to keep going back to the Jewish Holocaust, but Hitler was literally uh, quoted in like 1939, right before the Jewish Holocaust happened. Like he said, who who after all remembers the annihilation of the Armenians, meaning like. 
why do you think I can't get away with it like the Turks got away with it I'm gonna just do the same thing and wow he said that it. yeah yeah this is like a direct quote so that's that's our whole thing right like if, if someone gets <laughs> away with murder the <laughs> other guy thinks oh I can do it too like my man over there did it like this I can you know what I'm saying like right so on a big scale it's kind of the same thing so it is who, it is who, it who is who held it's... Germany accountable mm-hmm. when that happened someone did right the Fucking UN yeah. the European Union so, or whatever. so, so hold on a second so the, yeah Noel let's be real let's let's Armin be real right <laughs> the, <laughs> I mean so so World War II right mm-hmm. who holds Germany accountable right for what they did to the Jewish people you have the allies right that's Britain United States, mm-hmm. Australians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, on the side of the Germans, you had the Japanese and the Italians. Italians, yeah. Right. Not the Sicilians. Take it easy. Mm-hmm. Then, right, they lose the war mm-hmm. and they have the Nuremberg trials. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. And they did. They had a world court. Of course. They had world a, court. Yeah. A prosecutor. War crimes, which are war. different. The war, war crimes, crimes are different because technically, you know, in basic war, you can't really get in trouble for acts of violence during a war, in a right. normal war. You're not supposed to be able to. Like, you can't charge a guy for murder in a war. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's kind of recognized for thousands of years, actually. Mm-hmm. But when what you do goes above normal warfare when it becomes a crime against humanity because it's exactly. a genocide where you're taking out an entire population and ethnicity, right? And systematically targeting a certain group of people. Exactly. That's, that's no longer is, right? a defense. That's no longer whatever. That's not war. And you're not taking prisoners. Exactly. You're killing them. You're killing them for no reason. Right. Women, and so, kids, whatever. Right. So why were we able to hold the Germans accountable but not the Turkish Right. That's a great question. And that's that's why you see tens of thousands of Armenians protesting right there on Wilshire because the Turkish consulate is there. That's why it's there. You know what I'm saying? And do the and so, the Turkish themselves don't acknowledge it? No, no, no. That's the main thing. They just deny that it was that it ever happened or that it was ever genocide. They're like it was war, but it was never genocide. But the thing is this is like a proven historians like a proven fact you know what i'm saying the thing that's crazy about it is is that you have a ton of like american presidents mm-hmm. like so when you're the american president like maybe even barack obama and stuff like that right you gotta be kind of careful about what you say publicly yep. because maybe you have a treaty with turkey mm-hmm. no and turkey is a very powerful country especially in that part of the world right and U.S. definitely has army bases because of how it's located it's towards the, the rest East. of the Middle East. Yeah, and that's why the United States had never recognized it because well, yeah, they technically allies. They're in bed you know with what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, last year, Joe Biden right. was for the first time did use the term genocide, right? Which was like a big thing, sea change. But I don't know, it didn't really do much. You know, what more I'm saying? To, there's but, more to go, but yeah. it's the beginning. But it, it but it, it definitely was something. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Maybe and maybe Big Lux will just be like, yeah, I don't know. We gotta move on after it. But mm-hmm. since I have you and you seem to seem somewhat knowledgeable, I've been thinking a lot lately, right, about Syria, which mm-hmm. is it's not Armenia, but these this is in the area in For that sure. sort of. And I've been thinking about, like, there's been a civil war in Syria since 2011. Long time. Right. And I've been thinking about, like, why the fuck, right? And remember, like, Trump was like, ah, we don't need to work with the Kurds anymore, and we just let the Kurds down, or I don't, we have allies, and we have some people, and then Russia has some people involved in this thing. And I'm looking at this, and I go, why the fuck is everyone so invested in Syria and the outcome of that? What is the importance of Syria? Bro. I don't know, but it's like it's almost like the thing that's happening with the Ukraine right now too, right? So like kind of a new thing that has been happening with Armenia is is Azerbaijan, which is the yeah. the, the neighboring country, which is super allies with Turkey, yeah. has been attacking. And it's a whole nother story, but our whole thing has been like, why does nobody care? That right, they're almost doing the same thing again that Turkey did before. But everyone is supporting like the Ukraine war. And right. we should. Don't get me wrong. We should support it. But that's the thing. You know, we kind of pick and choose. Yeah. You can't support everything. But also politically, we there's could. reasons. You know, politically, there's reasons. And we don't, you know, the regular yeah, people and there's don't also, really know why. Right. You know I mean? And there's also like, 
if we can get something valuable out of these motherfuckers, then we're going to be all about it. But if we really used them up and they're, you know, they're, we got what we could and they're more and like, it's not in it there's a bigger us, fish. Exactly. Well, you know, dude, this whole humanitarian mm, causes yeah, sounds on. great, yeah. but, you know, when it comes down to it, do countries really give a shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, well, well. No, you're right. Like yeah. countries don't get all countries don't give a shit. Yeah. Right? There's no like cool country. They're all kind of like don't give a shit. Right. right. But you're right. But 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 what I guess what I'm I'm trying to get at is 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 not necessarily like like the Ukraine thing. <clears throat> you can kind of see that there was some sort of strategic long game to drain Russia's military power and wealth. Mm-hmm. Right. Somehow. Vladimir Putin got sucked into thinking it was just going to be overnight, but then the Europe and America supplied Ukrainians with blah, blah, blah. For sure. But the Syrian situation is tripping me out because I went back and I started researching it, right? Like, I'm like, first of all, who is Bashar? You know, who is the president, the ex-president, right? He's actually the son of the guy who did a bloodless coup of the entire country. And I'm like, is this how, Mm -hmm. is there some kind of like weapons laundering that goes on in places like Syria where we mm. allow there to be this this stuff. It's hard to penetrate what's really going on. And, so and then a we, lot of shit can happen underneath that fucking cloud. Exactly. That's, That's what sense. I think. That's I what think that I fucking think. totally makes sense. Right? And then I think about like, okay, so we're, you know, Turkey's almost like right there. And then yeah. why would Biden, now Biden's kind of leaning into Armenia a little bit. Yeah, well, what happened was, and I, I, I didn't mention it before because I didn't want to, but the whole Azerbaijan thing is like Biden recognized, meaning he 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 mentioned genocide, which that's kind of recognizing, right? Calling right. it a genocide, right? And then they sent I don't know how many million dollar worth of military aid to Azerbaijan, mm. that's currently attacking Armenia. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it was yeah. to blunt or soften. It was just soften this one, but then you know what I mean? Hey man, politics is crazy game. You know what I'm saying? It's a complex game, bro. And it's very can and 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 I tell you, bro, the Middle East, I just it's it's very complex, bro. It's very complex, bro. I think for that, sure. But after World War Two, the way they divided up the Middle East, it's almost guaranteed to, to always be, be, be fucked up. That that's that, that might be the reason they left it like the that. conflict exactly. that's happening now is because we Armenia used to be part of the, the Soviet Union for like seventy years or whatever, right. and then Stalin divided it in a way. Where they gave a piece of Armenian land to Azerbaijan, but it's ethnically Armenian, and right. everyone lives there is pure Armenian for hundreds of years. Divide and conquer, and that's the the the, con- the conflict is over that piece of land for like Fuck. thirty years. So all the like young soldiers that have been dying these last two years when they started attacking again are all the sons of the the soldiers that died like thirty. 20 years ago like in the 90s it was the same shit like we know cousins and friends and people that lose it's crazy you know what I mean like yeah it's, it's a wild it's a wild shit you know what I mean? yeah yeah oh wow, dude yeah Hectic. so to bring it back to to, to hip hop and yeah. to me it's yeah. like <laughs> I, hey yeah so no I, I appreciate like you guys really digging into it and your knowledge is pretty crazy cause I go do these interviews all the time and this comes up but usually it's like two minutes and move on because people don't know you know right so, no. so i think people would, would appreciate it but me being kind of the first to pop off in my community as like a hip-hop artist and hip-hop always being you know the voice of the people the voice of the the streets i was like i gotta you know tell the story of my people so i did a song sure. about the armenian genocide and this is years ago called open wounds like basically like our wounds are still open because mm. of everything we just talked about and that became kind of like a big anthem in the community and then we created these T-shirts that say our wounds are still open, and we started giving it to all our relation, all the people we have relationships with, and like yeah. hip hop, and like you know the game ended up jumping on a remix of the song because he he lived in Glendale for a while, and he he knows a lot about. Dude, I love the know. game, and, and a lot of people, you know what I mean. I opened up a show for Met the Man He Ward, and then went on like Cardi B, Post Malone, a lot of people. So. Uh, the protest you you were talking about earlier that would happen like every year like I used to always perform that song there you oh yeah and okay. it's like 50,000 people and it kind of became like a thing yeah there you go that's is it is this it so yeah it's, it's, it's a powerful record for sure History lies in history's eyes Cause in time the facts and the figures get twisted with lies 
The devil tried to kiss his goodnight, but he hides That's how a proven fact is simply denied I am a victim, victim of time Victimized by the victory of viciousness The system revised, they say a century's past Nothing could bring them to life I say your memories last, at least admit to your crime Try to look these little kids in their eyes As they watching their mother's demise She's cut, blood drips from her thighs She was pregnant, yeah. they rip in the stomach and slit from the sides Just so they could guess on the sex of the kid that's inside They had us Walking and walking the blistering sun Sands of the deserts as far as our vision can run They had us walking in circles Walk till we starve Oh Lord, I hate him, forgive me, it's wrong But I'm scarred Planted the seeds of hate in my heart Keeps growing my heart Beats flowing my heart Just keeps hoping Cause we'll never, ever give up on our cause Cause we owe it to all the people we lost That verse pretty much sums up You know what I mean? Yeah, it does that's emotional, bro. Oh, man, thank you. Yeah. I fucking love it. I like your. I like um, the the background. The yeah. Background music. What is, is that? that? Yeah, that flute is like an ethnic Armenian flute. Right. It's called a duduk. It's it, it's, it's called a what? Duduk. A duduk. Uh, duduk. Yeah. A duduk. It, it, it's used in like uh, movies like Gladiator. Yeah. If you watch it next time, you hear it. It's like a legendary Armenian duduk player that did Dude, that. That's dope. So for that's this song, I was like, I, I I love to incorporate that flute because first of all, it's from you know it my ethnicity but also it's just such a emotional deep you know what i mean sure instrument so for sure. songs like that for sure you know what i mean yeah well i mean how what does that flute look like like is it like it just mean, like a regular flute or what kind of like a wooden how do you spell duduk i'm gonna um, look this shit in, shit in, in english i'm not really sure d-u-d-u-k probably because it's like an armenian word you know yeah. what I mean? right yeah double reed woodwind instrument yeah. double reed dude double reed not like one. Double. Like an oboe. Yeah. Kind of like an oboe. The duduk. <laughs> look at this. It says here, duduk. D-U-D-U-K. There you go. Uh, apricot made wind instrument. It's an ancient Armenian double reed woodwind instrument made of apricot wood. Damn, Are apricots dope. from Armenia? I'm not even sure. That's a yes. That might it be. must be. That's awesome. Pomegranate is from Armenia. Really? That's, that's like the shit. national fruit. Is that right? That's yeah. dope. But apricots, I didn't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, now you got two. Bro, this summer I performed in Armenia for the first time. Oh, How shit. was that? And I opened up for 50 Cent. No what? way. And it was the first time that, that well, that the country had any show like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? What was that like? So that's, wait a minute. It was fucking epic. He that's just said he performed in Armenia, opened up for 50 Cent. I mean, that's it doesn't get much bigger big, than that, bro. bro. No, it was massive. It was like 20,000 people. It was the biggest crowd I ever performed for, and it was the first time in the home country. Yeah, it was, it was Dude, a very special. Dude, how crazy? Did, they, did yeah. they give you like a key to the country? Like, what did they do? The <laughs> government? Yeah, at least the street. They should have, right? The right. street, yeah. at least. Yo. But, but yeah, the, the whole thing was like such a big thing for the country because we don't have you know shit yeah. like that so it was really like the talk of the town the whole time everywhere I was going it's like it was a big deal so you I mean, made a real impression in Armenia with your with you, yeah. you yeah 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 no that that did a lot for me over there like my people been supporting me like I have a huge like just Armenian fan base but really it's been more Armenians in the not just America but like the western world like the English speaking you know what I'm saying because mm -hmm. again I'm more of a lyricist and stuff so you yeah. gotta like understand what I'm saying to really get it so I was I wasn't sure what the Armenians in Armenia, how they would, you know, if they really respond. knew me or what, how they would respond. But as soon as I stepped on, I actually opened with that song and then it turned into a party. And oh, they must have went nuts, bro. They must have fucking blew their mind. You're being their voice, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it yeah. was really epic. Yeah. What's the energy like when 20,000 Armenians are sitting there listening to that doo-doo and you're man, up there fucking? It's, 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 it's very heavy, like... Yeah, it's a Dude, your mom and you got just 50 be like, cent in the backstage. This is to my boy. Sure, sure. Your my mom, mom is so proud. My mom unfortunately proud. wasn't there, but I even set that on stage. I'm like, my mom, I'm proud tonight, boy. Yeah. You know like nice buns. Soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Sure. So wait a minute. So how do people, how do Armenians from Armenia 
right? Mm-hmm. How do they welcome a guest or like, what do they do? Like, do, hey, could you like even go anywhere? Or were they like, come, 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 come? No, yeah, yeah. I was moving around, but I was getting stopped everywhere, you know, everywhere, which was, which was pretty epic. Um, but yeah, 50, he moves fully militant. Like, you can't even, <laughs> no one, because we were, we was, you know, they gave us rooms in the same hotel, but like, yeah, he, he had a whole army of people around What was he him. doing? Like, pull-ups and shit, working out yeah. all the time? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But we were kicking it with, you know, Tony Yeo and them? Yeah, like, yeah, the yeah, yeah, guys? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Tony Yeo had hit me. I was introduced to him right kind of before the show, like, through text. He's like, yo, can you get us some weed? I'm like, yeah, I got you. But, you know, in those parts of the world. Yeah, hey, it's different. It's, you know, that what happened to, what's her name in Russia? Yeah, uh, yeah. Griner, right? right like, that's, yeah. that's the same type of shit in Armenia, right? Yeah, First of all, that. it's hard to get, and it's super expensive. And it's obviously not as good as it right, is right, right here. Right. But then it's like super illegal. But, you know, I made yeah. it happen. And and I just told him, because I have a homie who went from here and he got locked up for a year just for some fucking weed he took with him. You know, He got man? locked up in he Armenia? He was stuck over there for a year, bro. What's Armenian prison? Did he tell you what it was like? Yeah, I mean... It wasn't that bad, he said, but oh. it's still prison. You know, I mean, I'm not and saying it, prison's it, cool, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. He, what do they wasn't, serve as food in Armenia? Shit, prison. I didn't. I didn't. Ask it it wasn't like a Venezuela. I should ask that. He's actually my my recording engineer. You should, I should ask, ask him. him. Like he records me when I. What is traditional <laughs> Armenian food? I don't even know. Uh, it's like kebabs and stuff. You know, like is Mediterranean. It? Yeah. 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 So what do they do? They serve hummus in the prison over there? You can get a fucking pita and a hummus. That's and a, a good kebab? question, bro. I gotta ask them. I'm, Damn. I'm not. I'm not sure what they serve. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Your mom might want to go get locked up over there. So well, you know. I don't know. I don't yeah. think they got joint over there. there. But yeah, 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 you gotta be careful. I, don't I was be telling Tony no Yeo. Over there. I was telling him when I gave him the weed, like, yo, you can't. He's like, so you telling me I shouldn't smoke on stage? I'm like, hell no. I'm like, first of all, this ain't LA, bro. Yeah, first of all, culturally, it's not gonna translate well. Like the people here are not gonna think. That's a cool thing, if, right? If, if that right. Makes any sense, right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they kind of look down on that in a weird way. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's weird. It's a whole different culture. Keep that shit to yourself. He's like, word. Thank you for letting me know. I'm word. like, but you good on the balcony of your hotel room and shit like that? But don't just puff and walk around the city. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> He's like, yeah, good looking. <laughs> it's so, funny because, you know, it's crazy, but Americans don't, they don't. I mean, they don't realize how different shit is around the world. They, nah, they don't, but the rest of the world doesn't look at things the same way we do. It's very different, bro. Yeah. But even in America, it's diff- in different states, it's different. Cause That's like, true. When yeah. we was traveling through like Texas, like yeah. on tour and shit, like Not I remember the first time I went on tour. With Chris Webby, I don't know if you guys are familiar. He's yeah. like this independent artist from uh, from uh, CT, and I met I met up. It started in Texas, and I was in the in their van. You know what I mean? And I'm like, why nobody smoking this whole time? You know what I mean? We did one show, <laughs> and I'm I, I was just by myself there. I didn't have a whole team with me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I was yeah. using their team and everything. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, damn, nobody smoking. Okay, cool. We driving to the next city, second show. As soon as we cross borders from Texas. Everybody light up. I'm like, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. They're like, yo, you get caught in Texas is no joke, bro. Tour is over. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I respect it. The, the, the bus can't smell like weed when we get pulled over. And shit. Right. Yeah. I go up in Canada. Smokey do don't shit. like that. <laughs> Canada, really? Is it? Canada. It's going through the border. Mm. Going through the border. If you're oh yeah, up you can't there, go. Yeah, yeah, you can't go through cool. the border. Yeah, you if can't. You, go. But but you come to the border, you got it. You can't shit can't smell like weed. Oh no no, my dad got dad got pulled over at the border because he had a fucking loaded three fifty seven in the car really? at the Canada border. Dude, my dad was rolling around with a three fifty seven. He goes up. We're driving. Yeah, at the Canada border, right? Mm. And my dad's like, and then guys like, you have a gun? In, you have any weapons in the car? And my dad's like. No, and the guy's like, "If you have any weapons in the car, you you probably should tell me." And that's like, "Well, I got a three fifty six, three fifty seven. The cop's like, "All right, pull over here." And because he was an attorney or something, listen, <laughs> he's allowed to have it. No, but they said if you're gonna come back, we'll hold it here. Oh, okay, right? We'll put it in the locker. Can't take it into Canada, sir. Mm-hmm. Not with the maple syrup and all that. Right. And then you fucking keep it in the locker. And back. But no, yeah, my Canada dad was wild. I got searched every time we crossed. Absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, you but look like time, a guy to search. I mean, you know. I you, guess. <laughs> um, but but one time, uh, my manager, he they didn't let him in because they said he had a DUI on his record from yeah. like 2005 what? or yep. some yep. shit. Yep. Like 15 years ago. Yes. Bro. Canada. What? One little thing, bro. All they do it is drink the, in Canada. It's a crazy. country. I can't, tell crazy. You, I can't tell you how many of my friends <sighs> have toured and gone up 
right? With their with their crew. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Cypress too. I remember Snow oh, couldn't sure. get in, like, and got turned around. Pauly B got turned around because he's yep. number like they already led you. And I'm talking about like he's talking about motherfucking DUI from like from mad years, years ago. ago. Though, it's yeah. such I bullshit. We turned Canada. around, dropped them off at the airport in Buffalo, and then yeah, drove back. There you go. Canada show, pisses. and he flew to the next city, which was Detroit, and then we met him. Yes. Canada pisses me off so Crazy much because they pull this kind of bullshit on people, but they've got nothing but Catholic boarding schools with American Indian dead babies all over the land. They killed mm. so many Indians. They don't give a fuck. Mm. But then, like, you got a DUI oh, on cool. your fucking jacket, and they're like, oh, wait, we don't allow that shit around here. And yeah, fucking, fuck them. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was wild. Damn. Shout out Great. to Canada, though. Get out well, to Canada. I don't know. Nah, man. Yeah. Fuck you, Canada. Fuck Canada. Fuck. American Indian <laughs> says, fuck you, Canada. Serious. I'm not okay. fucking around. Right, they ain't right, nice. Right. They ain't nice. All right, let them know. I say shit. Yeah, no. Listen. Hey, that bitch. Hey, hey I'm standing with you, Armenian yeah. genocide. Canadian women are fine. Wow. <laughs> so many beautiful women I stand there. by the Armenian genocide. It should <laughs> be recognized. Now you have to stand by the Canadian genocide. <laughs> no, if it was genocide, for sure. It uh, is. Yeah, American yeah. Indians. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. What are you sure. talking about? Oh, no, no. I just, what? I just connected because uh, you're Indian. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I do believe that, but I'm not Fuck busting the Canadian your No, no, no. Listen, Hey, easy. We got fucking listeners the in Canada. Government. We love you, not the people. We just don't like the government. <laughs> Listen, the people. The same with Turkey. Fuck the Turkish government. <laughs> yeah, people, right, right, right. Erdogan. Yeah. What, how Erdogan. We, yeah, exactly. Is it Erdogan or Erdogan? Erdogan, yeah. I don't Erdogan. know how you say it, but yeah. I don't know how you Erd- say it either. Erdogan, He's yeah. not he doesn't own Erewhon, the fucking grocery store over there in LA, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Right. Fucking Very store. good. Thank you. All right. That was the controversial part of the show. Oh what God. do you what, tell us tell us <laughs> what you have uh Armin, what's coming up? Yeah. You? I mean, obviously, <laughs> you just dropped this Be Real song. Can we hear that? Be yes, real? please. Can we that. promote yeah. something Shout around out my here? Be Real, yeah, bro. Geez. What's the title Christ. of this jam right here? It's called God Flows. God's Flows. God flows. Yeah, go ahead, play a snippet, and I will talk about it. Yes, please. Yes, Yes, sir. Can we promote this, man? Only God knows. Only God knows. God flows. We put our all into this. Shout out Just Incredible. Just Incredible. God flows. Listen to the lyric. It's lifting up your spirit. Better soak it up and hear it. I'm talking to Listen to the lyric. It's lifting up your spirit. Better soak it up and hear it. I'm talking, talking, talking. This shit deserves a steady ovation. Listen to the lyric. It's lifting up your spirit. Better soak it up and hear it. Or me. Talking through a God flow. Talking through a God flow. Talking through a God flow. Yeah, only God knows who would be among those rolling with these combos. Take it how you give it. Ain't no need to fear it. The room we fucking clear it. If you need a fucking minute, speaking through a microphone, man. Only God knows who would be that among vintage those. Cypress Hill sound God game, you know? yeah. Only God knows who the son of God chose. Traumatized by images of PMB and Roscoe. Rest in mm. power to the God It's like that minute God froze Or oh, dash be real Shout out on my Vatos Making sure the Glock shows Every time they facing you Though they might fuck around And draw two Like a game of Uno Shit is crazy And it's futile Homie I done pay my dues Though I see so much jealousy And greed You would think that they My favorite duo Like peeing havoc Haters starting beef and static I don't even bother asking Why the yeah. fuck is me They mad at Too much money made Too much weight is being trafficked Too many women to be in panic Too many rappers selling the myth Link with the king and queens, now my team is feeling supreme like Kenneth McGriff. I drink a Hennessy fifth, heard it's a murk in the first. Don't get caught up in the crossfire like burning the church. I'd rather pray for him first. God know I'm planting the seed. Cali kid below the big apple like Adam and Eve. Or dash mean, been the plug for Cialis and weed. When the blood flowed in my dick, God flows what I spit. Ah. Listen to the lyric, it's lifting up the Man. Broke that shit off. Hell yeah. Uh, hey, bro, I, just, I got a question for you. I was just looking at some of your track listings. You got a uh, a track on here with Arab music? Arab music, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did, did he did he like so, do the beat live for you? Like No, so that one, I know Arab. Um Arab music dropped like a what's it called? Like an instrumental album a while right. back. So I first I recorded on the track just like on um you know on some mixtape shit because when it's out already it's like not an exclusive beat that I bought from him right right, right. but then I licensed it from him to be able to use it you okay, know what I'm saying so not. the song's called Love Is Pain yeah that shit's hard have you guys seen have you seen this fool? explain it yeah, so yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, an NPC do. like 
Yeah. God. Jedi, for sure. Yeah, Jedi. I mean, he just he's just dropping. His hands are like, they're like blurs and shit. And he's, he could just drop a, a fucking like drum track and just, just murder yeah, the Yeah, he be doing it like live and he's shit. Yeah, he's one crazy. of my favorite producers for sure. He's dope. Okay. Dope um, as fuck. Yeah, he's hard as fuck. So I just did a mixtape with Just Incredible. That was who was talking all over it. So God Flows with Be Real was the first joint we released with the video and everything. But the mixtape, the whole tape is out. It's called Just Incredible Presents Armin. We dropped it right before Christmas. Kind of like the end of the year. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also as a warm up to like the main album that I got coming, uh, I'm going to start dropping the first single next month, and then by March, I'm going to drop the album that's totally produced by Scott Storch. Okay. The Yo, full, full album. And, and, the, and the title of this album is? I haven't said it yet, and okay. I'm kind of still... Okay. I'm not 100% yet, all so right, I'm not going right, to say it right. yet. But I'm going to come back, hopefully, you know what I mean? Oh, you come back when, when, we, drop, when you album, drop the album. When we hopefully. drop the album. I got, I got, some, I got Nas on the album, which is... Damn! I've already said it, so like I said earlier, that's been my favorite rapper. Like, he's the reason I started rapping, so that was like the actual dream come true when that happened. Fuck. What was that like, man? I mean, it, it was literally the like the story is actually really crazy because like back in like 2016, when things weren't going that well, I did like a mixtape, and I figured like you know I just wanted to rap, and I just did a mixtape on like famous beats, yeah, and I figured I'm gonna do it on my two. You know, biggest, what I consider my two biggest influences. So I called it Nas and M. And it was all just Nas and Eminem beats that I was just going over. Mm. And then the last song on that tape was called Letter to the King, which is like an actual tribute. You know what I'm saying? And so the first verse I'm talking to Nas, second verse I'm talking to M. And we just put it out there. I went and did a little video for it because, like, I got a lot of, like, crazy positive feedback on that song specifically. Like, all the blogs posted it and stuff. Went to, like, Queensbridge Project, shot a little stuff for the Nas part, then went to Detroit for, like, the M part. And I put it out there and didn't really think much else of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, like, literally three, four years later, out of nowhere, I get a fucking FaceTime and I pick up and it's Nas. No. Damn. Wait, 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 wait. On God. How did he get your number or what? Well, someone played it for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that person knew me and had my number. So it came from the other person's phone. But did you know it was him? No, I didn't know at all. So I just pick up the phone (laughs) thinking it's the homie that I know. Yeah. And it's Nas holding the phone. He's like, what's up, bro? And I'm like, oh shit, it's literally the first two words that came out of my mouth because I didn't really expect it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, yo, I just heard that song, bro. And in that moment, again, that shit was already like four years old, so I didn't really... You're like, like what, what song? song? <laughs> I'm thinking maybe he heard some of the new shit. I had just started working with Scott, uh-huh. you know what I mean? With uh-huh. Scott's yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, the one you did for me and M. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm like, I'm so happy you finally heard it. And he's like, nah, that shit did something to me right now. And he's pointing at his chest, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, wow. So we chopped it up just for a few minutes. And then he, three days later, he came to the studio. I told him we're working with Scott. He came to Scott Storch's house and we did a track all together on the spot. That's crazy. And it's like fucking phenomenal. And I, I've never been this like confident to say that how good that song is. Uh, so we finally getting ready to drop it next month, so. Listen, dude. Wow. If I my yeah. whole reason I got into rap was yeah because of fucking Nas, right? Yeah. And now I make an album, right? And Nas already Facetime me, and now he's on my album, and I somehow made it back to Armenia, yeah, with, and open for Fifty Cent. Like you could die right now, and you've done your mission. Nah, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. He's like, no, nah, I, mean, like, I want to no, live. I know that, but what I'm saying <laughs> no, is like, no, I you're a major shit, bro. That's no, no, not sure. none of that shit small. Well, 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 well. People might work a lifetime to have one of those things happen. Well, I open for Fifty Cent. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. You're you're 100 percent right. I'm 110 percent right. Right. But the issue of it is, 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 mm. is, um, it's manifesting. Yeah. Right. Well, like he's manifesting. Yeah. Like he dude started manifested out, that we're gonna be in a new fucking place. Right. But there I mean, you, you know, he started off. He's right, man. I I would think that at the time that he decided that he was gonna do hip hop and the community that he's you know he came from and all that other kind of stuff, I could see where people would be like, yeah, what are you talking about? For sure, right? And then, like you said, Nas was his load star. You know, he had a few of the rap gods that he was whatever, and the next thing you know, right? At some point, he's doing an album with that guy. Yeah, I feel like why it worked or why these things are happening is because I'm like a like genuinely just like a hip-hop kid so yeah i'm armenian i grew up in the netherlands i was you know i mean all over the place but i'm just a hip-hop fucking mc guy and i really know my hip-hop and i all i ever did listen breed shit 
eat is hip hop. So and people like Nas or Be Real or Scott Storch, these are all legend. I was on a Wu Tang album in like 2017. Like I got Method Man on my album too. Like people, these legends been embracing me. You know. Wait, what I'm wait saying? a second. Wait a second. So these legends been embracing me. Listen, let me ask Hear you that. This. Yeah, let me ask you this. So. <laughs> What? I mean, seriously, because, dude, I'm telling you, bro, we fucking, I know a ton of people that say they're hip-hop kids, <laughs> yeah. right? Right? What, 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 what really? We know a bunch of dudes that have been rapping for longer than two, longer than you two. <laughs> Ain't done no shit like that, no, no, right? I get it, I get no, no, it. no, and, and I'm not even trying necessarily to say anything of value or whatever, but what I am trying to get at is, what makes somebody, what's the cut? Where's the fucking... Yeah, you're a hip hop, but you really are. Honestly, it's just like the passion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I wake up and all I think about is this. Like, I can't help myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when I go to all I think about is this. And it doesn't matter how many years I've been doing it. It's been way. More, it's been more than ten years already. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't count the years. I'm just doing it. I probably will do it forever. Like this is what I love to do. You know? What I'm Cause saying? I think that there's all I consume is hip hop music. Hip hop podcast. I study what's going on. I study people, watch all the interviews. I, you know what I mean? Like, and, and that's just what I enjoy, really. And it all comes down to consistency. You know what I mean? Just keep going. Everyone I started doing music with, Stop. no one's around no more. Right. right. Except my main right hand man, my manager, the one with the DUI. Like, yeah. he's been with me since day one. <laughs> And he stuck with me since day one, but everybody else fell off. Right. And I don't even blame him. Life gets in the way. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? This ain't like, for everybody. It ain't for everybody, but that's what it takes sometimes. You know, yeah. for some people, you 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 pop off, you go viral, and you pop off f from your first song or whatever. Some others, like you grind it out for over a decade, and then you know what I mean. So, what right, was the closest right. you ever came to flicking it in? Licking it in, that means giving it up. <laughs> yeah. What was the closest um, you ever said, or got close to where you're like, I'm not, I can't fucking. I, you know, I've had those thoughts for sure, and I've gone maybe weeks, maybe even months without really like recording or doing anything, but never in my mind was I, so far was I like, I'm a fully quit. Right. It just hasn't crossed my mind. Right. It's always been like, I don't have a choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It comes uh. down to not really having a choice. You know what I'm Do saying? Do you think that the uh, fucking Wright brothers were like, uh, I'm going to give up on trying to fly? I don't know. I mean, it's uh. a lot of people. No, wait, wait, wait. A lot of people who who succeed think about quitting. Absolutely, but they don't. Sure. But they don't. But they don't. But I That's wanted to know how close. Everybody who fucking succeeded in every, anything. Thought about quitting. Thought about quitting. Oh, for sure. But 100%. the reason they succeeded was because they chose to keep going. At the right. end of the Showed day, up. I feel like, well, it's all about doing what you love in life. That's mm -hmm. like my main thing. Like, especially coming from where I come from, it's like, you got to do this. You got to go, you know what I mean? What, we, what we're taught from like immigrant communities, like, yo, we moved to the United States for different opportunities. You got to go to college. You got to do this, this, that. Right. But like, if that's not really what you love to do, you might go make a good living. But I don't feel like you're gonna be happy regardless. You know what I'm saying? There's so, a lot of people that are making a decent be, living that ain't happy. Yeah, and for me, it was just like, nah, man, I gotta. This is what I want to do. I was even though it's really, really hard. I think being an artist might be the hardest thing to really make it as a music artist. I don't know what's harder than that. I was gonna say today. Hmm. I was I was talking about some stuff about the grind. You know, here. All these people talk about how how they grind, and I'm a, I grind. I'm a, I work everybody in the room, yeah. right? All this, uh, they, they, they've been so busy telling you how much of a grinder they're not getting any grinding. Done, right, right, they're grinding their job. And and I thought to myself, and I was thinking today, I was thinking about like the difference between the people that can grind for decades, and right, the, and, and and the average people you can usually grind for like three weeks. Right. right, right before it changes, and the <laughs> things that I was thinking about was really what you said because I started drawing it back, and I don't think people go in with the intention of quitting things. I think they generally have a vision; they really want to do this thing for sure. But they're not. It's not a matter of being committed. The things either chosen you, and and you're like you don't have a choice or not like. Hmm. I feel like that. I feel like if if you find what you really love, like that's what you, it's almost like that saying, like if you do what you really love each day, you're never going to work. Mm -hmm. 
because you're, it's not exactly like that. But what I'm saying is, otherwise, if you don't have that, you're gonna quit. I well, think that's the difference and, between and a lot of people don't on sometimes don't realize what it takes to think it might be easier than it really is in sure. anything. You know what I'm saying? So you might put in a year, two years, and you're like, bro, like. You know what I mean? Should have happened, but uh, it's a little longer than I expected, and like, and a lot of times, like when I just said when I did the Nas and M mixtape, it was one of those years where I was against the brick wall, like thinking like, yo, this shit ain't going nowhere. Like, Man. you know what I mean? It was really like that, and I didn't have no money. I didn't have money to pay no producers, so like, I did a mixtape with famous beats. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but do you I did enjoy some creating and writing. Yeah, that's rap the, that's the music. part. That's the part I enjoy the most. So. Whether the big payday shows up or it doesn't, right. you're loving what you're doing at the moment. Oh, facts. Yeah. Right? I think that it takes that. I just do, bro. Like, mm. I think, and I, for some weird reason, it's usually those guys that are so into it that they're not paying attention what's coming. Right. Well, I'll definitely agree that it seems like people who are super conscious of the journey, like trying to make shit happen and all this other kind of stuff, I definitely think that a high percentage of those folks are trying to do a formula that they've seen before, and yeah. then when it doesn't seem to be panning out, they lose heart. Yeah. For sure. Sure, facts. And there's definitely a type of person, it seems like, that it's it's just like you said it chose them or they're like slightly autistic or whatever it is no, mm -hmm. i'm not meaning that in a negative way i just mean that they're locked into something mm -hmm. and that's just they've been that and that's what they're going to do and it doesn't matter if they're rich poor it's hot or cold they're going to do it but what's interesting is is that there's there's i've been thinking about that there are different kinds of geniuses mm -hmm. there's different types of genius and uh, it's not my idea. I've heard of other people talk about it, but it's like there's the kind of the Mozart type of genius, which is a guy who just, it's almost manic. It's like mm -hmm. he's not really processing. He's just that fucking good, right? Right. And then there's a Beethoven type genius. Now, the Beethoven genius is a workhorse. And when you look at his at his his music and his scores you'll see all the fucking rough drafts and shit that was fucked up so it's not like for him it wasn't like it right. just popped off no effortlessly he had to put he in a ton of work and when you looked at <clears throat> his work you could see that he was making revisions and it was getting better but it was work right, right. so 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 when that's why sometimes I start to think about when we some of the ideas that we have about what genius some some people are just gifted in certain ways for sure mm -hmm. and those people um something else might be hard for them like for what was hard for Mozart at least from the movie so maybe it's fucking bullshit I don't know but it seemed like you know he died poor and he was all fucked up and whatever because the other shit was coming easy to him right and then for Beethoven it was a struggle and he started losing his hearing as That's he right. was, remember that? I mean, well, not remember that. You weren't there. I wasn't <laughs> But you know what I'm saying. But I remember the story. Right. Yeah, I've heard. So, yeah. so, 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 so when you're talking about, I think today it's hard. It's actually harder today because there's so much workshops and mm -hmm. seminars and mm -hmm. formulas mm -hmm. that everyone thinks everything is possible if they just follow these steps. But like, right. Right. What what Armin's saying is like, yeah, you know, this thing worked out, but the, the reason it wasn't if you were to write a formula for it, this wouldn't be the way that it would work out. You wouldn't right. tell somebody, of course not. right, go on famous, get the beats and then fucking just throw out a mixtape and blah, 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 blah. I don't have any money. And you wouldn't think that that would lead to Nas. Nah, for sure. Right. Well, isn't it always like when you draw back these crazy success stories? The line's never straight. It's always it's like, and then you end 100%. up here. Yeah. And when I look at my own, there was no roadmap. And sometimes it got dark. You know what I'm saying? But so, you stayed on. That's the thing. Right. That, that's the key. On. The key is just staying on. <coughs> I agree like with you that. Said, there's I agree so with that. much, like you said, the workshops and stuff, and everyone thinks they can do it. So there's so many in everything. But since everything. we're talking about music, there's yeah. so many artists, so many producers, so right. many this. And it's like, and there's a lot of great ones, like sure. a lot of talented ones. There's right. a lot of great rappers out there. There's a lot of people that can make great songs, but it just takes so much more for you to break, but, cut through. Yeah, and it comes back to that consistency, I feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like a long line and people going to fall off and you keep going and 
keep getting better and keep, you know what I mean? And I keep, agree with keep that. Slowly it's a lot, it's and keep a lot slowly too. elevating. It's a lot too these days, if you even draw back 10, 15 years ago to breaking and what you need to do. It's even like with the musician, it's very much like a clothing brand. I mean, 20 yep. years ago, Facts. there was no IG. Mm-hmm. 20 years ago, you were doing print press right. ads and billboards. Right. Now, you better have a fucking photographer, a videographer. You better have an editor. You better have somebody running your website. We yeah. even have websites. Yep. You know what I'm saying? When we started in apparel, there was no website. <laughs> Go fucking knock on the door and roll in your line and show them your line and sell it. Like, So as it's come up, you as a salesperson or a designer, you have I have to be multiverse in order to play in this game. I have yeah. to know how to da, da, da. as an artist, now it's like I gotta get photographers and a videographer. And right. And you gotta, gotta be gotta, good at social media. Constantly fucking posting. TikTok. Every, my management is on my ass all day about TikTok and shit is like very hard. I don't know what to do on TikTok. Dog. You don't you know just be an artist. You gotta you be a TikTok or an IG, a Dude, photographer, is, a video. You know? This is why I, I make my wife nuts because I tell her, I'm like, babe. Because, dude, your management team, right, TikTok, you're right. Because it's like, how, what are you supposed to do? Oh, <laughs> Stop so, being an artist uh, and just uh, be uh, a hold on a second. Oh, it's time consuming. Yeah. Like, since I just dropped this project with Just Incredible, like, like in the last year, and then not, not just TikTok, but just content, just creating content and posting. And I realize I'm only for hours just creating and posting, and the whole day's gone, and that's been my whole day. You know what I mean? The whole day spent just trying to create. And it's part of promoting. I get it, and it's very important. You know what I'm saying? But but, but, but the point of the matter is, is the truth is, and let's let's get real, because I tell my wife this all the time, and she thinks I'm conceited and freaked out. And I tell her, I go, babe, I need somebody to just follow me around with a camera, just capture it all. I say a lot of crazy shit all day. Mm-hmm. I go from doing regular shit to crazy weird shit to father shit, and it's actually, I mean, I'm conceited or something, so yeah, I think it's interesting, but mm-hmm. a lot of other, you know, the birthday gift thing, mm-hmm. the whole thing. So you need somebody, sure. right, that would just follow you, and but the problem with that, on top of that, so let's say you did that, right? Your TikTok would be huge because you'd have all this content, fucking, mm-hmm. you know, Armin, and, mm-hmm. and sitting here with us, and the whole nine, nine, nine. But all your money's going to pay your videographers. And, and not only right? that, but then you would need somebody, and it can't be Armin because he's writing fucking music. The guy's right. writing fucking, he's saying fucking. You gotta edit it into the right edit clips. It, yeah. And you gotta. Who's gonna sit back you, and watch you, you, all that shit? You gotta shit. write the words on it. You gotta add the music <laughs> if you want. No, it's a lot of work. It like, is. Like, it I is. do it like I usually am always with a team, by the way. It's January 6th. My videographer is from Texas. He's not back yet. Other people, <laughs> a lot of people are sick right now. I literally yeah. pulled up Dolo today, uh, which is not usually what I do, but I know y'all getting the content. Yeah, so you're good. Right. Oh, man, I'm gonna need yeah, all that. Yeah, this guy right here. Yeah, the all that. Send you scale all that. boy. But, but yeah, that, that is very boy. important. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. You know, back in the day, if you got on the radio or something, Something. It right. Was, it was harder to get on the radio or whatever right. platform. Right. But once you were on, you there were was nowhere else for anyone. Well, you were out of here. Right now, <laughs> you on this big platform is is cool, but like there's a million big platforms. So right. it's Only certain people watching this. Then you need this one. Then you need this. You know it's I mean? insane. Because yeah. it's all fractured. It's all we were talking about. Attention. I can't even remember what we were talking about. We we're talking about TV back in the day, and I was like, I was like. There was nowhere else for anyone to go. Yep. There was like, you know, five right. networks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and are you going to be there at 8 p.m. on Thursday at 8 yeah, p.m.? Yeah, or are you yeah. going to miss out? Mm-hmm. Right? And now it's crazy. Now everything's fucking streaming. Saying, I can't keep up with the shit I like. I'm like, Debo. I- no, that's a fact. <laughs> hey, uh, Armin, <laughs> yeah. please give us, let, let people know yeah. where they can find you, where, what they need to do to follow, and what to keep an eye out where for. They can buy Remind them about this album. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Um, the name is spelled Armin, the letter R M E A N, mean like a mean motherfucker on all platforms. You know what I'm saying? Follow yeah. me, Spotify. You know that's what that's more important than like the social medias. But of course, Instagram, any other platform you want, follow me. You see what what we got going. You know what I mean? I just dropped the project. The feedback is really good. I just did a freestyle on the LA Leakers. That's kind of going semi-viral. It's going crazy. So, you know, peep me out. And a new album's coming. And a new album is ridiculous. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Not even Produced lie. by Sco- Stor- Stor- Scott Storch. And right. it, got, it, got, it got some, besides Nas, it got, it got some newer names on it, too. You know, we got Quavo. We got, we got a lot of people. I don't want to name drop too much, but no, I'm no, getting a lot it. of support right now. 
and we appreciate it. And thank you for having me. Armin. Armin. So follow my boy Armin, I'm man. You know what I mean? Fuck with his music. Yeah, for yeah. real. Yeah. What you got? Ovanda Bowen LLP. We wear braids to court. Let the tomahawks fly. The best legal representation that money can buy. You know what it is. Sean at movemento.media for all your audio podcasting needs. Don't forget to hit us up at. What? Where? www.hardluckshow.com. <laughs> suspense, man. Go ahead. I see you, Excellent, Sean. Excellent, Excellent. bro. How about uh, my guys over there? King Salmon and uh, Big Pick Mike? Uh, Dragonbags.com for all your cornhole bag needs. Uh, follow me on IG, Beyond Dragon, for all my uh, photographs and other artwork. Yes. And? Yo, just check it out. Mike Angelo Photography. Check me out on Instagram. Just shout out to everybody out there. I mean, thanks for coming through. Yes, sir. Represent yeah. to the Foolish Show. Thanks yeah. for having me. Right. Hard luck show. Hard luck guys. show. www.supermaxhardware.com. Uh, at cookies. At vibes rolling papers. Follow us. Give them a big shout out to Esteban Oreo and the Soul Assassins. Big shout out Hell to yeah. Big Burn and the Cookies fam. And Big Burn, uh, what up? Yeah. You guys go follow Armin. Pay attention. When he drops his album, we're going to have him back on for a for review. Sure. And brother, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. For a great story, you, man. man. Just a really, yeah. really inspirational dude with a wonderful Love. story, man. Yeah. We're backing you up, all right? Appreciate it, for real. Thank you. All right. Love. All right, we out of here. Armin, you guys. Armin, give him some love. Nice. Wow. Because I want money, don't care about this fashion. Steady got money, well, nigga, what happened? Price went up and that boy got the cabin. I'm with my brother, Sean Stacky. We split it up and you can't get a fraction. Bust down the wrist and it's flashing. You try to touch it, it's 30 attack. Play this at my funeral. At my funeral From Cali to New York We shifting the culture R-Me